Come on. Welcome to Lightblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Chris Felton. Chris, are you ready to do this? I am ready to rock, brother. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Let's let's let, let's go. Chris is a financial services entrepreneur. He is a speaker, the best-selling author of Couples Money. Excited to have you on, Chris. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, uh, just been a financial services entrepreneur for uh, 22 years. I call myself a recovered CPA. So uh, <laughs> anyway, fully recovered CPA and um, married to my awesome and my, my, my second and last wife, Marlo, who uh, we wrote the book together and uh, two kids, 20 and 17. And uh, we've uh, helped uh, tens of thousands of people learn how money works. Because in the United States, unfortunately, 96% of Americans retire broke, if you can believe that. We live in the richest country on the planet, and no one knows how money works. Schools don't teach it. Uh, The industry really doesn't want you to know. And so people uh, people struggle, right? And uh, left to their own devices, they often do nothing and freeze or make the wrong decision. And so, so we help with that. Um, but what came along with Couples Money and, and what we do speaking is, is just really understanding and teaching people um, the mindset necessary to create financial wealth. Everyone's looking for the how-tos, um, but I often liken it to uh, what's more important, the golf club or the golf swing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the swing and the golf swing around people's mentality around money based on my own experience of overcoming mental lack and scarcity um you know we we are very passionate about teaching people how to free themselves mentally and financially so they can live an amazing life that's uh my purpose on the planet george i like to, it uh, get that out so <laughs> beautiful what was that stat it said like 90 something percent of americans are retiring broke yeah what, what what is yeah. the number and 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 what does that mean they just, you know, financially independent means you're independent of having to work or you're independent of, you know, government handouts. You, you've either created assets, you've created businesses, your business has created enough recurring revenue that's greater than your, uh, your monthly bills, which is one of the things I focus helping people on is creating that. Um, so they're not independent and actually the numbers are, you know, less than 20 grand a year. It's dude, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. That is. And the pan- pandemic, the pandemic proved that people didn't understand how money worked. If, if we needed any proof, that was it. What do you mean? Well, you know, the average small business owner had two weeks worth of savings, right? Um, and you saw, you know, people eagerly waiting a $1,200 stimulus check. I mean, it was, it was jaw dropping. Um, the fact that people didn't have reserves, um, they're stuck in what we call the sucker cycle, which is they get money and then the money gets sucked out of their lives through all their uh, unconscious spending and unconscious subscriptions. And um, that's the stuff. And I can speak to it because, you know, I was that guy that supposedly knew it all but was broke. <laughs> and so I had a really bad relationship with money, right? 90% of lottery winners are dead broke or in jail inside of 10 years. I mean, it's. 
it all points to the fact that their golf swing is uh, not effective. And whatever golf club you put in their hands ain't going to work. Ain't going to work. It's so just, there's just, a leveling up of mindset that needs to happen. And uh, that's that's what I'm attempting to do. So I love it. And I totally agree. And so now we got two guys that are having a conversation that have been working in financial services for 20 years and have both had to overcome what we're talking about personally, because I certainly was stuck in the same cycle in my 20s of just spending like crazy and not having any idea of where the money was going and, and all that stuff. So so we uh, might just be the perfect guys to have this conversation. So so so. Where do we start? Where do you start with uh, helping people? They obviously want to have to change first. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk maybe just way more on the mentality side for the brief time that we have here. But you know, I I think you know for me it was my wife just ultimately had the meltdown of like we're smarter than this, mm. and we were a quarter of a million dollars in unsecured debt. We're entering we're entering the Great Recession, and it was a mess. And I, you know, it was the first time in my life, George, I actually took 100% responsibility because what I've realized is wherever I've had a money problem in my life, I've always been there, <laughs> right? Like, I'm the common denominator to all my problems. And so, you know, and I just sat back and, and you know that one of the biggest determining factors of our financial success is what our parents taught us between ages zero to five. Um, and so... You know, I hired financially independent coaches who were financially independent. They just didn't talk. They were living the results. Um, and, you know, I just, I went all in, right? There's there's people that are interested versus committed and interested never works. And I just got committed. I got committed that I was going to, I was going to shift. I was going to, I was going to go all in. Um, I started reading everything I could, not on the how to's of money. I knew that part. But why was I sabotaging my financial success? So for me, I had a morning routine. I read the good books. I got a journal. I called it my, my money journal. Um, I got some coaching. I got some insight. And really, at the end of the day, I started exploring my belief systems that were creating the disaster in my life. And the first step was just writing the word money down on my journal and writing down everything I made up about that word and for most people that word brings a lot of bad emotion a lot of negativity a lot of made-up garbage and that's your belief systems so until that becomes more empowering and that could be a five-hour five-hour episode but until you shift and that's more of an empowering conversation because money's a relationship and it's either effective or not based on your results. So basically I had to do the work, the work and my, and my coach said, Hey, you don't have a money problem any, anymore. You have a money project. So it was, I haven't arrived, you know, I don't know everything at all, but, um, I, I study my thinking that is creating the results. And if it's good results, I'll continue. If not, I got to shift there. So I love it. That's, that's just, a. Uh... A perfect way to think about it is 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 the analogy you've been using of of the golf club versus the golf swing, and we all have this operating system going on. We think a lot about it with our cell phones, but but we have that going on. And money, I 
I got to think that the majority of us have, have, have a negative operating system with money and going through the exercise you just talked about, about writing down the word money and then thinking about all the emotions or the thoughts that spring up. It's got to be a great starting point. Yeah. Well, and it's, that's, and you can do that with anything. You can do that with relationships. You can do that with your health. You can do that with, you know, that, and that, that's what was empowering for me, George was, you know, change your story, change your life. You know, and that's that's it. And that's what we humans do. We make up stuff about everything. <laughs> so you're the you're the storyteller and you better get an understanding of what is underneath that. And most people go their entire lives and never make that connection. It's pretty sad, right? My my parents did that, my great grandparents did it, my grandparents and you got to understand that that's driving everything. Your thinking creates your world. And so get in there and, uh, you know, weed the garden, so to speak. Yep. So once I sort of come to a recognition that, that maybe I do have negative beliefs about money or for, let's just, let's just go with that. Um, what do I do? How do I start? Yeah. I mean, do, do, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I think, I think it's, um, so, so, so different things you can do. There's a lot out there. I'll just kind of explain what, what I did was, you know, um, a got someone around me that would coach me and, you know, would give me the action plan, the small steps necessary, you know, to move forward and change my life. So, so there's behavioral change. You can't just sit around and pray and meditate and not take action, right? There's no, there's no faith without action. So, so you, you got to have a game plan, but you got to have someone that can coach you through the small steps um, necessary. And so for us, it was setting a, a savings goal because I had to really prove, George, that I could save money. Um, and, and Brian Tracy has a great quote. He said, if, if you can't save money, the seeds of greatness aren't yet in you. Um, pretty powerful slap in the face to me. Um, but my wife and I set a goal of how, of saving money. We set a goal, we set a date, and then we backtracked that and broke that down into 12 weeks, quarters, all that. But most importantly, we developed what's called compelling emotional reasons because we're humans. Goal setting for world-class thinkers is an emotional thing. For everyone else, it's a logical thing. So the reasons were I didn't want to fight with my wife ever again. Um, I wanted to be an example to my kids. I wanted to teach others how to do it. And most of your reasons are always tied back to people. It's usually not tied back to stuff. So set the one unifying goal. If it's just yourself, if it's your spouse, come, with, come up with those compelling emotional reasons. Have a morning routine where you are like, okay, like here's a belief system. You know, like for me, making and saving money is hard. Well, if I repetitively tell myself, then I'm going to live that out in my life. So I worked with a thought process for 90 days plus. Making and saving big money was easy. Um, and then I used actually, if I didn't believe that, then it was a what if making and saving money was easy. The what if up is a very powerful um, thought process. So it was about having a morning routine, an action plan, 
hopefully this isn't too much for everybody, but a unifying goal, and then just moving forward and choosing to be happy now, <laughs> be happy now, not when the goal happens, and really take the focus off of me and just say, okay, if I'm gonna make more money, I gotta deliver more value in my business, so how am I gonna do that? And then just having that daily action plan, weekly course correction, and the big thing was just a weekly accountability conversation with my coach and my wife to keep me focused and keep me moving. Hopefully that wasn't too much, but uh, nope, I think that that's awesome, and 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 I definitely appreciate it. It it always helps to get just a personal story that that breaks down the steps that other people can follow that has worked for you and to your point, thousands of other people that you've been able to uh, to impact. Um, and it all does need to be small bites, and it's setting the intention and then linking it to. Uh, a compelling reason that oftentimes is linking back to people having a routine. I think that that's awesome. I imagine um, I've always been a pretty happy guy. I I came across the 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 uh, practice of contentment some years ago. Um, I imagine that that choosing to be happy as you are going through this tough process that's not necessarily easy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there's, there's no, there's no happy ending to an unhappy journey. Um, and what I was doing was I was, you know, I was putting my life on the layaway plan. And, and so, you know, our ego's really insidious mm-hmm. and what it does is it, it gets us focused in the past. It gets us, you know, either I'm going to be happy in the future. I'm fearful of the future. And as you know, George, your point of power is right now in this moment, in this second. And, you know, my coach said, well, it's, it's not, not, not how, not what are you going to do, but how are you going to be? And, you know, being a recovered CPA and a left brain tactical dude, um, I knew the tactics. I knew the game planning, but my, my approach to it was, you know, you've probably heard it, be, do, have, if, if you're going to, if you're going to be right if i'm going to be abundant i'm going to be inspiring i'm going to be enthusiastic right there's there's an active core value that when i am operating from inspiration and i do the work from that i get the results all the time but if i right do the work have the results and then at that point i'm happy it doesn't work and so Part of my routine is to make sure I'm getting in that space that when I show up in that space, and your listeners can think about it. Think about, this is a good place, good thing to journal on. Think about all the things in your life where you've created success. Go back, journal on it, and write down how did you show up to create that. You, you have a chocolate cake formula of success. And when my agents win, I'm like, okay, great, great, great. Glad you did it. How have you shown up during that whole time? Well, they were inspired. They were enthusiastic. They were joyful. They were focused. They were actually happier going through the process. The, 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 the good, uh, the good uh, uh, brain drugs actually hit you um, when you're on the path, not necessarily when you hit the goal, right? The analogy is, you know, it's like the afternoon after Christmas morning. The energy's dropped, right? It's it's the energy and the anticipation up to the moment that it was where you were the happiest. And so <clears throat> really go back and think about those moments in time when you created success 
How did you show up? How were you being light, funny, loose, usually? Um, and then you recreate that and then take action from that. And holy cow, man, miracles happen. So, yep. I love it. That's such a, how, how, how often do you journal now? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> it's, um, you know, it's daily, weekly. Um, but, you know, if, if I'm trying to move to the next level and, and, and solve an issue or something happens, um, you know, I, I want to get my thought processes down. I also want to get down what I'm making up about a certain situation. Um, and then what's powerful about that, George, is you come back one or two weeks later and, and you look at the mindset that was behind the stress and the, and the problem and the issue. And you would contend that a crazy person, right, came into your body, <laughs> right? Um, I have years of journals proving that my ego is pretty insane, right? So I'm just doing my best to disassociate from my ego when a situation happens or something happens. Um, I want to I want to re revise my thought process and recorrect it. And, and at the end of this, probably all this, the the the, the gist, George is. You can actually control your thinking, um, but it does take some work. It does t take some awareness, but at the end of the day, it's all worth it. I love it. Really good stuff, Chris. People are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, I mean, I, I think um, you know you're you're either uh, you're either growing or dying, um, and one of the traps of the other 96% is they're addicted to being comfortable. And one of my favorite quotes is a life spent seeking comfort results in an entirely uncomfortable existence. Say it again, a life spent seeking comfort results in an entirely uncomfortable existence. And so you got to be intentional if it's around money, it's around your health, around whatever it is you want to level up in your life. Um, you got to have an intentional growth plan to move to the next level because there's things I want to do, big visions that I have, but I do know one thing. The guy that sits in the chair today is not the guy that's going to get that done. I need to grow into that person and I got to have a daily game plan to make that growth possible. So, Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Come on. Yep. We are, people are addicted to comfort and comfort is not going to get you where you want to go. Well said. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Where can they get a copy of the book? Um, so, so a couple, couple books, uh, couplesmoney.com is our website. Um, there's lots of talks, lots of different resources. We have our, um, four-week intensive couple uh, transformational program that they can just download and, and self-paced there. Um, you can find me at howmoneyworks.com forward slash Chris Felton. Howmoneyworks.com forward slash Chris Felton. My business partners wrote a book called How Money Works, Stop Being a Sucker. That was the number one selling financial book of all of 2020. Um, simple, easy to read. People learn more about how money works by reading a book full of characters and colors and pictures and written in fifth grade language. Um, so they can scroll down, actually 
send me an email and I'll drop a complimentary book in the mail um, to them. And I'm on Instagram at chrisfelt1331. And uh, anyway, just happy to help however we need to. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Chris your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to couplesmoney.com. Go to howmoneyworks.com slash Chris Felton. And um, find him on Instagram as well. I think it's Chris Felton 1331. And uh, take advantage of the great resources and uh, start getting where you want to go. Love it. Thanks again, Chris. Yeah, appreciate you, man. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.